also want to give you a shkarech again to to Yaakov Meir and, and Naomi Cohen opening up their home for us we all have simchas in every room and brach and nachas all of us together we're going to continue on Bolvavi Mishkan Evne page Pei Aleph the author as I mentioned last time, is going to now take us into very practical, a very practical and urgent application of all the Yisaitis we've been learning. But first, he just we're going to finish this last point from what we were talking about, applying our belief in Hashgacha Pratis and Hashem's involvement in our lives every moment of our lives in the simple things in the course of a day, not just in the big things. You start off with the big things, but then you start working on on the on the pratim, on the smallest details of life, life as we were talking about last time. So on page Pei Aleph, Kuf Vav, paragraph Kuf Vav, Bar HaDavim, Shi'i Efshalei La'adam Lezbani Bechal HaPratim Chal Pam Pam. He says it's clear, it's obvious that that it's not possible, he's been giving examples but it's not possible that a person every, every single time that every single, he was giving examples of how to go shopping and, and to go every single step of the day together with Hashem Baruch. and it's very hard to concentrate and to live every single moment like that, he understands but over time, over time, a person who begins to live this way, over time acquires another detail of his life, conquers another moment of his life. And it's a challenge each and every day of his life to take that next moment, that next step in his day, and to connect to Takarish Baruch to remember Hashem is Baruch. Another way of looking at something. Again, we're going to see very practically how that helps us with one of the major difficulties in life. Zer means a little bit here and a little bit there. To try to put this into practice, what we've been learning. Until over time, it becomes something which is ingrained in your heart. That there isn't a step that a person takes. Driving, walking, going, shopping, whatever it might be, where it's not together with Hashem is both, that you're going to that place, that you're doing that thing with that little quiet tefillah under your breath, that Hashem, that you should have siyat of the shmain, that Hashem is both, that you should be able to remember that Hashem is the one who's helping you, who's showing you this, what to choose and how to get it and so on and so forth with everything in life. Certainly when it comes to the bigger things, going to a doctor, taking care of other things in life that are significant. The basic point at the beginning of our vayda, at the beginning of our working on this is that we have to leave our superficial way of looking at things. We have to go out from that superficial way. Where people, where people only see the Yad Hashem and Hashgach Hashem and Dvar Nisim. Look at all the stories that all the stories that impress us and they have in the religious newspapers all these like, you know, Ashkocha Pratis departments, stories of Ashkocha Pratis where the person was, you know the person was supposed to drive to this place and in that place, like, the whole, the whole thing went on fire and blew up and instead 
you know, he decided that he was going to, to, to help the, the old lady with her laundry or something. And, and all of these detours and, 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 and all the hashkachas, not the, it's all, from, it's all of course hashkachas brothers, but, but the, the point is that because it's becoming harder and harder to impress hardened people like us who grew up, you know, with all kinds of suspense, suspenseful stories and, and, and books and, and, and films and all of these suspenseful things, you know, to, to impress us, you need a lot of special effects. A lot of special effects. But we're not impressed with just regular things. So they have, they have these amazing stories of Ashgore Protis. <clears throat> Even if some of them are true, some of them may exaggerate it. But the point is that that's, that that's not what makes a Jew. Those, those rare um, revelations of some miraculous change of course in your life and that this happened or that happened and wow, you know what, if I wouldn't have done this or hadn't I gone there and I should have, and if this or that, and all the Haggadias of life that, that are certainly true but when a person lives when a person lives waiting for a miracle or waiting for something supernatural, miraculous and, and grand in the Hashgachas Hashem and Hashem's involvement in his life that doesn't change you into an Ayyad Hashem that doesn't make you into an Ayyad Hashem just like I mentioned many times in Shul Chazal tell us that there were, that there were many Jews that when, when we were crossing through the Yamsuf there were different versions in the Medrash of that, what the floor was like when we crossed through. There are those that say that it was like crystal, like glass. It was wonderful, it was beautiful. And there are those that say that no, that it was, it was still dirty and muddy. And according to that view, many, many people were complaining about getting their sandals dirty when they were crossing. They were complaining, they were upset. I can't believe it, I got these sandals. And, and, and you know, if you're already doing a miracle, make it make it nice. And, and, and uh, what do you have? What I, and now, what am I going to do? I'm going to I'm going to have to sit for like a half hour scraping off the schmutz. And, but that's that's how a person is. Even though you're walking through the biggest nice that ever happened, it doesn't change you. It's that's not what cha- what changes a person is. Like we were learning until now, how you when you're going shopping, when you're walking with a when you're walking with a friend, stam, when you're doing those simple things in life and you're doing them together with the Baruch Shalom, and you're not in that shallow, superficial way of waiting for the big stuff. So part of the, part of a generation, part of, one of the symptoms of the generation that needs, like, loud music, and that needs, you know, uh, you know a quarter of a million dollar weddings, and, and uh, all that stuff. One of the symptoms of our very, very deranged generation is that you have to have loud expressions of God's presence in order to feel that He's there. And that doesn't make you with an Ayyad Hashem. An Ayyad Hashem is a person who lives with God every moment of his life. Every moment, of, when something extraordinary happens, so then the same, that, that, that's, there's always the thing. It was the Tzaddikim, we know this from many, many Tzaddikim, that when there were big, big Nisan that happened, they weren't any more impressed than when, when small things happened. They, didn't, they weren't spoiled from, they weren't, they weren't overwhelmed by the special effects because there's no Chiddush in their lives that, that God was with them. They lived with God every single second. So, so I'm uh, and she looked at one the same God who says that, that oil can burn can tell can tell vinegar to burn like the Gemara tells us. So that so that tzaddik was not was not overwhelmed. It, it would be nowadays they'd, they'd bring a whole film crew and they'd write a documentary and and it would be like a whole big thing. But that's for the tzaddik. That's not that's not 
his life. The story of the tzaddik's life is the moment by moment closeness to Hashem's Baruch. That's what we're learning. So he says, People, people who are not living with Hashem's Baruch every moment and who are waiting for the special effects, they're impressed by the special effects, but that itself is very short-lived. That doesn't really carry you much further than the moment. The, the big special, you know, you know, that doesn't like so, so those people that like during you remember during the time of the of the Persian Gulf War, so those who remember that that even the biggest you know the the, the biggest kaif from the, the even those Jews who were totally not religious were were overwhelmed were overwhelmed by the the the, the, the nace of of the misguided missiles of our enemies. Everybody was the, the name of God was mamish on the mouth of of all those. Israeli broadcasters and reporters who were who, who were famous as being against Yiddishkeit, totally, totally against Yiddishkeit. Even they were saying Shema Yisrael. So and so they said Shema Yisrael a week later. They put, they put it on film. They sent their kids to yeshiva. It's not that's not the that's not the sight of a person's life. Those big things. That's why I, I, I always. I mean, I would. They, they, all the, in the newspapers they have these miracle stories and all of these Ashkara practice of these books that come out. Mostly they're very sweet and very. They're, they're written mostly for the simple-minded, and it's not something that a person lives with from moment to moment. And, and if a person needs that kind of uh, 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 of inspiration, so then it, it's it's something okay. Sometimes a person needs a little bit of a boost, but it's not a mahalich for a Jew. Our mahalich is v'amli sech shabachol yemimon. Is every single day that you're with us, every single minute of our days, of the day you're with us. That's what he says. Ella al haadam liris the kashbochu b'chol prat of prat to see the Baruch Shalom in every single in every single detail. V'leha katan b'yaisa even the tiniest detail. I once mentioned to you that Rav Cook used to say, we say in the davening, Magodlu masecha Hashem. Davening said, Magodlu, how great and awesome are your works? How great and awesome. So Rav Cook said that's true, but what what inspires me most is my how tiny and detailed are God's works not the awesomeness and the vastness of God's works but the attention to detail of God's works how small are your works it doesn't mean small God forbid it means how intricate and how, and how your hand is everywhere how your signature is on every tiny little prat every detail of my life Rav Kook said that's what he got the most chizik from not from the not from the, the Grand Canyons, you know, but from the tiny little things. That, because that's what you live with. That's what you live with. It's only once in a while a person gets to go to HSL. There are people that they're living, and, and their whole life is, when I get to HSL, then I'll be, a, I'll be a great Jew. I'll be a big, big Jew when I get to HSL. Because in the whole life they're complaining how they really want to go to HSL. They can't go to HSL. They're going to go to HSL. Whenever I go to HSL, you see how firm I am when I'm there. So that's how I'm going to be the rest of my life when I move to HSL. And all of these... You know, these are all uh, the the, the uh, it all comes from that same school of shidchias, of superficiality, of a Yiddishkeit that doesn't have the Baruch Shalom in this place at this time, but it's going to be something big, something big. When I when I'm sitting in my apartment in the old city that's overlooking, you know, the Kaisel Maravi, the wall, then I'll be able to daven. You know, I'm waiting for the big, big thing to be a Jew. That's all a terrible, terrible mistake in Avodah Hashem. 
which the ikkah of Avers Hashem is, is, that is to be connected through the details, the day-to-day details of life. That's the Baruch Shalom's rot, not Sid's world. We don't have all those big flights into vastness and greatness. Those things, are, it happens, it's nice, it's a chesed, it's a, it's a gift, but that's not, we don't live waiting for those things and delaying our connection to Hashem because there, there's a shortage of any supernatural, great, magnificent things going on. That's not how we live. It means even something that's just seen a regular part of nature. A Jew has to know that, that living with Hashem is not a, is not a business of, of wondrous stories. Sipur Neflois. It's the Nishmas The breathing, living soul of the Jew is being with Hashem every moment. Not those rare occasions when something gewaldic happens. The nishmas chayim shal ha'odam. Lichyez be'amunah tzrufa kol yimei chayim. To live, to live with this emuna kol yimei chayim. Every day of his life. Im odam noye came. Hoyoch aliskais ledveikus gevaya bakadosh baruch ha'ma'ayid. If a person lives this way, he can achieve a tremendous, very high level of attachment to Hashem. Of course, on the condition that he spent time working on what we've been discussing throughout the Sefer from the beginning, what does it mean to remember that Hashem's Baruch exists? It doesn't just mean that there is a God, but the meaning of His, uh, of his uh, existence and closeness in my life that we spoke about throughout the first part of the Sefer, and the second part of the Sefer, that, that there's a Creator and there's the one who was, that which was created. He says, we need to understand that this path that we are taking is very simple. But it's very, very, it's simple, but it's, it's, it reaches to the innermost point. It's simple. Simple doesn't mean, in the Lashon in, in the of the Saramakulation, simplicity is a very, very, very beautiful thing. And it's not the same thing that I was saying before, simple-minded, which I was, that means something shallow or superficial. Pashtas, Pashtas is that pureness of something that gets right to the point. The Yitzhar can come and tell you that these things that we're talking about, we're discussing about how to go with Hashem's work in the car and to go to the store and all these different things that we've been learning. The Yitzhar can come and tell you that this is, this, this is uh, immature, this is Narishke. Uh, Narishke. You know, uh, what is this? However, a person who is Zoycha, a person who is Zoycha to achieve Tmimius of Kedusha, this Tmimius of holiness, this simple holiness, this Pashtus, this Tmimus. There's no real good English translation that I know of for the word Tmimus that means so much. A person who, who is unencumbered with anything that's superficial or external. So whoever is whoever is for that, Yasig Vyagish is Amitasadvarm will understand the truthfulness of what we're learning here. 
Hashem is called a, a God who is hiding. A Kel Mestater. Hechen Hu Mestater. Where is Hashem is Baruch Mestater? Where is He hiding? Hechen Hu Mestater. Belibashal Ha'adam. In the heart of a person. Bal Ha'adam Lagalas is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Belibay. And a person needs to reveal the Barishalam that's in his or her own heart. That's where He's Mestater. People think, Achen Hu Kel Mestater, that God is hidden. People say, where is he hidden? He's hidden in nature, he's hidden in this, he's hidden in, in the clouds, he's hidden in the flowers. The, the ikir is that the Bereshim is hidden within each and every one of us. And the avoid of our lives is to reveal Hashem in us. And then we see him in everything. If Hashem is not revealed in your heart, then you can't see him anywhere. If Hashem is revealed in your heart, so then, you'll, then you cannot see him. You can't help but see him everywhere. That's the matzav. That's the that's the matzav that a person is in. The one whose heart is shut can't see God anywhere. The one whose shot, the one whose heart is open can only see God everywhere. That's how it is. So our avoid in life is to is to reveal Hashem's Baruch in our hearts because that's where He's hiding. Everything else He's not hiding. He's hiding in us. Why they pastors the tumim the and the way to the way to uncover Hashem's Baruch. The way to reveal that presence of Hashem in the heart is through pastus and tremes, which is being simple and, and, and being simple and, and again unencumbered and straightforward. Ha'odim in Bardazu, next page, page Pei Beis. Yochel Ogalz gives Rokhim to call Pratu Pratu Briya. A person who's a Bardaz, a person who's thinking this way. is able to reveal the Baruch Shalom in every single detail of creation of his life. Like I said, a person who, whose heart is, who opens his heart to the, to, to the Baruch Shalom, that person is, is able to see Hashem in everything. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to wait you know, for you know, some story about, uh, that you know, I was on the way to the building and then, and then I was sidetracked and the building collapsed and, and so on and now I'm going to put on film. He doesn't need to live with that in order to be an Eved Hashem. When the heart is when the heart is isn't closed, when the, when a person is megala the shalom in his heart, in this way of tamimus and pashtas, so then then every single thing, every every child's smile and every little and every little flower and every little movement of an ant, is 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 that perik shira, that song, of the nivra of that which was created to the bayre to the creator, and now. What we spoke about a little bit in advance. Now that tzaddik takes us to the next level to help us use this this approach to to, to life in overcoming one of the most difficult nisyanis that that we have in this world, the most difficult midah that midah that the svamakadoshim describe as being the most the most devastating and destructive to a person which is cast anger after we spoke about how a person can drive the simple pure amuna in Hashem's in Hashem's running and guiding everything in life into his heart now we're going to learn how this way of believing this way of living with faith 
in such a way, from moment to moment, how this has the most powerful uh, uh, ability to weaken, to weaken that mida of kaz, that mida of anger that a person has. Again, he acknowledges in a few minutes, in a few sentences, that people are born. There are some people that are born that it's it's inborn that has to do with many many things before the person might have come into this world. There are certain people that beteva they have a hotter temperament, beteva they have an itia, an inclination to to getting angrier, and there are others who have a, a, a less of an itia like that or less of an inclination. But benkach or benkach, each person on his level. When he lives with this way, Avamuna, as the tzaddik is going to explain now carefully, it has a tremendous ability to heal that problem of caste, to correct that problem of anger, which destroys our lives, which takes away everything that's good and sweet and wholesome in our lives. He says, Be'emes shemidas hakas adam. He says, the truth is that this mida of caste, of anger, can be used as a way of, of Gauging of measuring where you're holding in your amuna. If there's no more powerful, there's no more accurate way of measuring your belief in Hashem than by looking at your temperament. How is it that you react to things, or to people that are not going your way? Through the meat of Kaas, one can judge to what degree he has succeeded or has not succeeded in acquiring this Amuna in Hashem's presence in his life. To the degree, to the extent that a person has acquired this amun that we've been learning about through the entire sefer, to that degree, the anger begins to dissipate. It begins to get weaker and weaker in life. Like I was talking about the Shabbos list, last month's Shabbos, not this past, the one before, but how nobody can make a person cry. Also, that lotion, you make me so angry. You get me so mad. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. And it, 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 nobody can make a person angry. That never came out from the mouth of the Chavetz Chaim. How come you... Why were you carrying on screaming and yelling? I thought you are such a nice person. I am, but you make me mad. What does that mean? Or people say all the time that this kid knows how to press the right button. Where does it say that it... Where does it say that a person is supposed to have such buttons? And that, that even a dumb little kid could press a button and that's it and you're finished? Well, to everybody in the world, I, I'm not a Balkas, but when my husband's with my husband, oh, he knows how to, to, to get me angry. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that you cured the Indian of Kaz. It's Bechlal that it hasn't been cured. To the degree that a person has a moon that in the Barni Shalom and, and practices the Amunah that we're talking about, so the Kaas will become weaker, the anger will become weaker and weaker. And the further removed the person is from belief in Hashem's constant, constant involvement, so is his anger greater. Kalsos, he says, of course, in parentheses, he just says, this, of course, changes in degrees depending upon the person's natural inclination to get angry or the, uh, or, or the lack of that. 
or, or he has a less of an inclination to get angry. Lukach, therefore. Hima Adam writes a Livchan If a person wants to test himself, Haim Avadasai Asasapari. How am I doing on this program? How am I doing on this program? Right? If a person if a person's on a diet, so then the, there's constant surveillance. When it comes to the diet, the person is constantly, constantly checking. Goes on the scale a couple of hundred times an hour <laughs> to see where you're holding and to and to get a, a measure of, of of how am I doing in my in my weight loss program, right? So, person is constantly, constantly checking to know: is my, you know, is this program of weight loss is it successful? Is it not successful? And there's a very simple way to find out. You know, you, you, you get on the scale, or if, or if you don't have a scale, you know, if something doesn't fit you, probably it means it's a bad sign, right? It used to fit you, now it doesn't fit you, so then it's not such a good thing. So it means that you're not being mitzlich in that. So when it comes to emuna, there's also a scale. There's also a way to test emuna. The emuna to find out whether or not this belief in, in, in Hashem's presence every moment in your life, whether it has actually acquired pathways in your heart, it's made uh, it's made it's made an indentation in your in your in your being and who you are. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. You can fake it a little bit to other people, but it's just a, then then you do, it just comes to the point where you say, well, he pressed the button or she pressed the button. You can't you can't fake it. One of the ways, one of the ways of checking this, sheyudek. There are others, but the main way of checking this is midas kaisa, the mida of anger. If your way of responding to things does not change, if your way of responding to things that are not to your liking. If that way does not change, and your anger is the way it always was, now as it used to be, then it's obvious that you have not acquired. You might have good moments, but you haven't acquired in any kind of a significant, deeply ingrained way the moon that we're learning about. However, if, if you see that your midah of kas is getting weaker, yeda, then you should know. Then you can know. To that degree is the midah of acquiring your, your acquisition of emunah Hashem becomes stronger. A little bit of an introduction until we get into this practical thing. You said Musa who this is the this is the sort of what we're learning. It's not just with the midah of kas; it's with all the midas. The way, the true way of improving any midah, of changing anything in our lives, is only if we bring Hashem into the picture. And one of the most frustrating things that we've all gone through is trying to become better people without Hashem. It's very frustrating. So you, 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 you could be on this super duper deluxe, you know, anti lush and horror program, and you, you know, and it, it just it, it just fades away, or whatever that program might be. 
of self-improvement. It's a klal in all in all areas of self-improvement. It can only be sustained and and grow stronger if you bring Hashem into the picture. More and more of Hashem's presence into the picture. Any single effort that one makes in Avaida, in order to repair something in our way of, in our, even in Amidis, in, in any, in, in not being as jealous a person, not being jealous. Jealousy is, a, is another Mida, it's connected to Kaz, but jealousy is something that destroys a person's happiness. You're a person that has everything nice and, and wonderful in life and jealousy eats away, eats away. I spent a whole summer a few years ago in the mountains. I don't know if they ever put out, ever put out those tapes yet, but a whole summer in that in you uh, we're talking about jealousy. And it's, it, it's mamish. It, it causes, like it says in Pazik, it causes the person's entire life to rot away, jealousy. And you could try all the different aces, everything to try to overcome jealousy. And to try to build up your self-esteem, and to and to try to to do all the to use all the different kunslim, all the different things that are suggested and written up and all that. But if it's but if you don't bring Hashem into that picture more and more Hashem into every second, then then you can't really repair it. You can't get to the bottom of it. And and it might be you might see some small improvements for a certain time but to get to the bottom of it that you should be somebody that's that can that simply cannot be envious of anybody you can't be envious the only way that you can't be envious of another person is if you believe in this way of Hashgah practice that we're talking about otherwise it's just a matter of what is it so you're not envious of that person's house but let's say that person's married and you're not you're envious but that person has children and you don't or that person has children that are doing well and yours aren't. Or that person is a bigger is, is bigger in Avaidus Hashem than you. So it becomes the stakes get higher as you think you're becoming a greater person, but the bottom the bottom line is he's still a jealous person. Even though it's true in this one there's a certain Indian of of productive kinna, but that's not that's not what we're talking about. When a person when a person says, "How come I can't dive in like that? How come I?" And it's not to spur you on to become a better person, but it's just that you have negative feelings and you're envious about other people, especially in mishpacha. These things, with brothers and sisters, and brothers and sisters, with these and terrible, terrible, terrible things that take away all the simchas chaim of a person, and that people have to do all kinds of crazy things to ruin their lives to try to be able to prove something. To somebody, you can't cure that without Hashem's book being more in your life. You can't. It's just, it's just which area of life does it does it uh, does it spill out into? But it has to be there. If you don't live with Hashem every second, so then the union of the union of jealousies. To fix something, Bamis, it's only when you bring Hashem's work into the program. Into the program. By the way, even when it comes to something like weight loss, which is a which is a positive thing. I'm not talking about stand that a person should try to look a certain way, which there's nothing wrong with that either, to feel good about how you, how a person looks, but even for health reasons. For health reasons. It's also when it comes to something so partial like losing weight. 
So you see that there are people their whole lives, their whole lives, that they're, they're struggling with this immun. And, and you see that, that up and down, up and down, this, it's also without, without the Rabbani Shalom and that Mahalach, also it's not much lich. It's not much lich. That's, that's, that's the, that's in any Avaida, in any Avaida. That's what it means, that's what Hillel Azakim said, and that the Gemara brings down that Sukkis and Simchas Beis Shreve and Beis Amikdash, Vimani Khan, Azayakal Khan. Hillel said, if I am here, which means, of course, Hashem, the Shechina, if I am here, Hakal Khan, then everything is here. If I, if in whatever you're doing, the I, meaning Hashem is Baruch, is there, Hakal Khan, then you could accomplish anything. If Hashem is there. If Hashem is with you in that Avaidah, Hakal Khan, then everything is there. If proper expression is given and a proper and and a proper and healthy awareness of Hashem Baruch in that avoida is there, then definitely it will be fixed. It will be fixed the way that it needs to be fixed. It'll definitely be fixed the way it needs to be fixed. This could work with anything, any, even any addiction. Any addiction. I, I mentioned many times in shul that the that the Bavir Rebbe Susiagemleinu that he was he grew up like many of the Jews from Europe that they, he was he was smoking all the time. That was they didn't know they didn't know what medically how damaging that was. And and then he was at the doctor. And and after that he stopped smoking. And the chassidim, the witness, asked, what, what, "What is it?" And he said, "The doctor told me that it's not healthy." So that means it's not the rasn Hashem. The rasn Hashem is I should stop smoking. That's all. It's a person who was smoking for sixty years. Lots and lots of cigarettes. So that's a prat in life for a person. So can that? Can you do that with Hashem? Yeah, there are some very very strong strong people, but. That that or, or you have people that are very very health conscious. You know there are people that that they like that they're very very health conscious. So can they have a special, you know, fear that that motivates them, a fear of dying, God forbid, that motivates them to stay away from the cigarette, to stay away from the extra piece of cake and so on, that it's not healthy for them and it's bad for them. No, without Hashem's Baruch in the Mahalach Advarim. And, and, and feeling what the Ratzon Hashem and what Hashem's Baruch that Hashem's Baruch is with you and helping you and what His Ratzon is that you not that you not become that you not um, let go of your health and and, and, and and eat the wrong things and and, and and drink the wrong things and with the smoking all these other all these other inyanim that are so unhealthy in our lives without Hashem and the Mahalach it's very very hard that's why Anybody here that is familiar with all the twelve-step programs know, you know that in all of those programs, they, they don't call it Hashem is Baruch or the Rabbanu Shlalem. So they call a higher energy, a higher power, a higher energy, whatever the lashonis that they use, different lashonis. But but what they all share in common is that they're right. Is the recognition that Anakadosh Baruch without without the Rabbanu Shlalem can't. 
Without the Russian, you can't. It's not a game. That's the Mitzvah. Every single person. Every single person. Even even a person that's not Jewish. Allah, a Jewish Allah has come of a common, infinitely more so comes to a Yid, to a Jew. It's not something that's shy. Because when Hashem's Baruch is truthfully, truthfully there with you in the Pneumius of that, then there can be nothing bad, and there can be nothing lacking or missing. Then everything gets fixed, everything becomes whole. Because where Hashem's Baruch is in Anikan, Hakalkan, a person has to live with that. If I am here, meaning if the Shechina, if Hashem is here, Hakalkan, then everything is here. That everything can be fixed. Then I have the ability to lose the weight that the doctor told me that's what I need to do. I have the, or if I feel that I want to do that because I don't like the way that I, I look and I would, I feel, I would feel happier. It's whatever the need is. If I am here, hakolkan. And you see this, the, the, the Indian of dieting, you see this so clearly. How with all of the feelings of self-loathing and disgust that people have, especially women in this Indian, with such strong feelings that, 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 that many, many people, especially women, are obsessed, obsessed with the Indian of weight. And with all of that, and with all of their sinus to be to f- be healthy and to and to feel good and to be able to make the, and to, that the husband should feel happy. All of these vitsinists that are very strong and to be and to look better than your friend that you that you're jealous of. With all of those vitsinists, there you are on a Friday night, you know, finishing off the layer cake. <laughs> With all of the vitsinists. Well, whatever, you know, the Napoleon, whatever it is that you happen to, you know, see a type. With all of the red sinus, with all the red sinus, and all these things like, after Yontif then, after this, and that, but by, after Zayis Khan Akifman, it comes out there's only one day of the whole year, it's possible if you not eat that much, like, you know, you know, like this. So, because everything is, you know, Tu Bishvat, is a very big red letter date in the world of dieting, after Tu So all of these, all of these, with sinus are not strong enough to change a person. And that's in something physical that has come of a come much more so when it comes to how being being a good wife, being a good friend, being a good child, a good parent, where, where a person is mole with sinuses, filled with all kinds of good with sinus, but they don't have a shem in it. And if you don't have a shem broken, you can't succeed. It doesn't succeed. A little bit like this, a little bit but because only when Hashem is anikan hakol kan, everything can be fixed. Emanikan, and the anikan means this hashgacha protest, this belief that we're talking about, this hashgacha protest, this program that we're learning, this hashgacha protest. Emanikan hakol kan. That's what he says. Nimsa kol avadosai. Therefore, the basis of all of our avoid when it comes to repairing anything in life that we know that it's not right and it's not good for us. A person can have all kinds of sins on Yom Kippur after the whole element and after the whole time he has all these good sins of how to change. But it's not with Hashem. It's not, it's not with this moment by moment experience of going everywhere with Hashem it doesn't go now he shows this in the Midah of Kaz 
Nasek Akuftes, Nasek Atul Nevaris Tikunishal Midasakai. So now we're going to talk about this as we're going to use this as a, 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 an example because, it, as I said, it's the most destructive Midasakai. Kesem Machnis because Baruch Midasakai. How do we draw Hashem into this struggle? How do we draw Hashem into our struggle with the Midah of anger of Kaz? By the Zainis Kenes Midasakai, and we could repair it. Not just, not just put it off, not just delay it, until that person knows how to press the button comes along. What causes a person to get angry? The most obvious thing is anything that is against what you want. Anything that's against your will. That gets you angry. Anything that's in your way. It's in the way of you getting what you want. Or being who you want to be. It causes you to get angry. Sometimes it's very, very weak. Anger, it's very dim. It's sometimes so so faint that it's barely it's barely revealed in the soul. The problem might sometimes very strong. that the heart is feeling it very strongly. You still haven't shown anything or said anything, but inside you're burning with anger. Ad hakas until it gets to the strong, strong, powerful anger. that it, that it becomes expressed. Even on even on the outside, the fun of Shaladim, it shows on the face. He doesn't go beyond that because it's it's embarrassing to talk about, it and, and and it may be something that he wouldn't bring up even beyond how it shows in the person's face. But to begin to act crazy and to to throw things and to and to act you know, like a mishugan and to push things. How many times I've dealt over the years with with husbands and wives with abuse. Not just a husband with a wife, wife with a husband. All different types of stories of the anger, the anger that caused such bizarreness and churban with children and, 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 and doing things, not just on the face, not just on the face, but the pile, but physically doing things. So this is one thing. You want something to go a certain way, and, the, and there's something in the way, there's something in the way. So you get you get you're angry. You see that that in the world there are people who kill Lawlina, other people. It's not a common thing, God forbid, by Jews. But you see that there are people who kill other people in anger. It's a power. Not just because of the loss of life, which is itself shocking, but that the person knows that the person at that moment knows in his mind that there's a very strong likelihood that, he's, that he might spend a lot of time in jail or even worse it's not enough it's not enough to control the anger or a person will lose a temper parents he'll have children that grow up in a house we have parents that are screaming and carrying on even though the parent in his mind knows, in her mind she knows, that there's nothing that causes more despair in a child than growing up in, in, a, in such an asylum. That causes a child to feel tzibrochen than seeing a mother scream, father, especially if she screams at the husband or he screams at her. 
that the wife and, the, and that mother and that father, they know that they know. And if you ask them at a, at a quiet, sane moment, they could explain to you and write a whole dissertation on the damaging effects of anger on, uh, on the child. And they'll murder the kid time after time. Murdering the kid. Murdering the kid. And, and then when you ask, what are you doing? There it says, he made me angry. She made me angry. What about your child? I can't help it. That's who I am. That's who I am. I can't help it. That's kfir. That's there's no rebellion shlom in that person's life. So that's, that's so bechin in the surface, an additional type, an additional thing that brings to anger. Shemivul dekaz, and the chaz bechin yishana el shiyoy said that comes from this, which is of course connected to this. Who kasha poygim echvay deshlaadam umazazlam by. One thing is when there's something, the first thing is, they're both, of course, related. One is when, when, when there's something that's against what you want. The second is when there's somebody who is pegay in your covet. When there's somebody who, what they call on the street, disrespects you. Disrespects you. <clears throat> you weren't treated with proper covet. You weren't treated with proper covet. You don't feel that you were treated in the way that you should be treated. Didn't, you didn't get the covered. I'm not talking about abuse, but they use now for abuse. If somebody wasn't given shishi and shul to get nali, he says he was abused by the gabai. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. There are people that talk that way. You, you, I would never write such a book. Believe me, there are volumes that can be written. And and Baruch Hashem, this is a kehilah we're in the, of, of amazing, amazing tzaddik. And, and 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 all of the struggles of people to get along with each other. The Indian of covet, of wanting covet, of wanting covet, covet. And if somebody's pegaya in your covet, if somebody is not respecting you, and the way that you think that you should be respected, they didn't, they didn't, had a person who, who destroyed, destroyed her life because there was a, there was a family simcha, and at the family simcha, at a Sherebrachis, it's not from here. At a Shabbat Brachas, there was somebody from that family that was getting up and talking about the Mishpach and thanking the Mishpach and didn't thank her and didn't say anything about her. She destroyed her life. It brought to a divorce. It brought to a Chorban from one Shabbat Brachas speech. A Kavid. Kavid. You see this Kaseida. You see this Kaseida. You can see this even with big people. You see this with, with, with Rabbanim and Rosh Yeshiva things. Kavid. Kavid. In a community, what churbanis there could be, somebody is once covered, and he's willing to forego the needs of a whole zebra, of a whole community, because of his covered. This is something which is a sickness, and it causes anger. When someone didn't respect me, but didn't show me enough respect, or mazazlin, but even worse, if they showed me disrespect, first the person has to know how to respect you. How to respect you, and what if they? What if you perceived that you were being slighted by somebody, that you were being treated disrespectfully? This gets you angry. All of this is because you feel that it's coming to you that you deserve a certain covet. For whatever reason, you have this thought, this feeling that's coming to you, a certain covet. And 
and there's somebody that's taking away that covet from you, that's not giving it to you, you deserve it, or that you or that someone is trying to take away that covet, that you're being slighted, your name wasn't mentioned on the roster. Which really a person should thank the Barikalam, should thank the Barikalam if you weren't mentioned. It's the biggest, biggest covet in Hashem's eyes, and it's a sign of how much He loves you if you didn't have to have the busyness of being recognized in public. And you should thank the Barikalam any time that you're overlooked. Because that means, that means so many good things in the world that's eternal. But a person is ready to go to destroy one's life. And other people's lives, and they're always feeling self-righteous. Of course, I do. of course, I'm acting this way because don't you know how you did this to me? How you did this to me? What happened? And the anger, the cause, and the indignation is unbelievable. Every one of us has we've seen this with. It's frightening. It's a pachad of how intelligent people will destroy their lives and other lives. For this Indian of cast of anger that comes from this need for covet. Need for covet. That's less by younger people and more as you get older. The Indian of covet. More as you get older. With younger people, it's weaker, that Indian. It's there by everybody, but with the older people, it becomes the side of their lives, it becomes the essence of life. Page pay dollar. Life and Chloe. Hadovish and maybe as suddenly they cast is Chalk Shneafan. Generally, this is divided into two, two, there are two, two Chalok and two parts to this. Aleph, Bitlov, it's Sanish Nasa Shlai de Adam. This first type is there's, some, there's something that is in the way of you getting something or doing something that you want that's not happening to any person it's not, it's not happening because of a person it's because of something in the world, in nature we'll see in a moment that's one thing that stops you from getting what you want and unleashes in you this anger or there's a person that is in the way of you getting what you want this is for example. Let's talk about the first kind. Adam comes. The biker person gets up in the morning. Then they say he gets into the car to go. The pesach All of a sudden he gets a flat tire. Gets a hole in the tire. Gets a flat tire. The actual insurer now he can't he can't drive. He can't take the car. My says that be the other. Nobody did that to him. He was driving and he went over something in the street. But nobody came to do something. Nobody nobody stopped him from getting driving somewhere. It happens to a tire. Sometimes it gets, gets worn down and it gets, uh, gets a hole. This can cause a person to lose his temper. To start pounding on the, on the wheel, on the, on, the, on the steering wheel. But this, is, this, this car is a layutzloch. It was never good, this car. And I can't believe I'm in this matzah. And who, and who are the Rishayim that made this road? And, and, and the person's screaming and cursing and yelling about, about what? About, about his tire. Got a flat tire. Because why? Because the tire prevented him from getting to the place that he wanted to go with the car. At the time that he wanted to be there. Ulam ein, he says, Ulam ein Adam There's no body they can be angry at. Who's he supposed to be upset with? 
Nobody was in his way. There's nobody got in his way. The tie that happens. If he asks the person, you see him screaming and yelling in the car, and you ask him, who, are you so angry? who exactly are you angry at? Are you angry at a tire? <laughs> or like Mr. Goodyear or somebody? Or who, who, who are you angry at? I'm crazy. I'm, a sugar. I'm angry at a, at a piece of a piece of rubber, a tire. I'm not angry at the tire. In any case, I'm not angry at the tire. That's the classic. I'm not angry at the tire. Only a lunatic is angry at a thing. I'm angry about my situation. That's part of our vocabulary. I'm angry about what's happening to me. I'm angry about my matzav. My muzzle. My matzav. I'm angry about that. Because all of my plans that I had to get, I wanted to make that deal and get to that place and go here and do that. All of it is messed up because of what happened with my tire. That's why I'm angry. I'm not angry at a tire. I'm angry at, 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 at the Metsias that, that I wanted not being able to do what I wanted to do. I'm angry. And instead of being able to get to that place and do what I wanted to do, I have to go take care of the tire and figure out to do it. In this case, there's no clear anger against the person. Now, this is this is even stronger when there's a person that prevents you from doing something or obstructs you. Like somebody broke the window of your house. Now you have somebody you could use as the object of your anger. Now you could say, "Who are you? Ang- I'm angry at that person. Broke my window." You know who it is? The person that damaged my window. So there are two types of anger. One, one type of anger is it's not clear who you're angry with. You're angry with your matzah, with your situation, but there's no one that you're angry with. And they she'ein amilichais. That's the first type. There's no one to be angry. Beis kas klapiyod. And the second type is when you're angry with a person. Shugarm leilichais. He made me angry. He caused me to become angry. Ulam be'emes be'pnimis advar. However, truthfully, from the perspective of pnimis, that we're trying to and past is simple, simple. Without any chazals and psukim, simple. All types of anger are the same. It's always the same. When a person lives with Amuna in the real way that we're talking about, the Akira hated Beliban, and it's clear in his mind and his heart, as I ask of Yavin, in all situations of anger, the one who did that to you, that got you angry, is none other than the Creator Himself in all situations that you got a flat tire or that that person broke your window the Metzius of you having a broken window and having a flat tire it's often the Rabbani Shalom and if someone says oh the Rabbani Shalom you're angry with so you're embarrassed that's funny that's funny to say that because the Rabbani Shalom self only does what's good for you so all cars comes Whenever you're angry, you're angry at Hashem, really. You're, not, you're angry at Hashem. All cast is being angry at Hashem. 
all the pseudo-psychological, neo-psychological gibberish of what anger is. You're angry at yourself, you're angry at your mother, you're angry at your father. There's all the vushim of anger. The anger is always against the Rebbein Always. This is in the Svarna Kedoshim, a very big Indian. As Brian and Chilas just try to get this last paragraph. Brian and Rishon Shalakas, Allah Mekem, we'll talk about the first. We'll talk about the first type. When you're angry with the tire, yeah. Adam Mekem, the boy can nichlas and mechayinus. He gets into the car and they say, Allah Kach Agagal Meskakal. So he gets a flat tire. Im Kachum Mahalach Advarim. Claimer Maisim Stami Machsem is Brian and Samitis Mamika. If a person doesn't live in this deeper way of thinking that we're talking about, in a truthful, deep way of thinking, as a Bameskash Agagal Meskakal, when the tire breaks. He gets angry. If, however, a person lives in the right way, this is the way he'll deal with the situation. The same guy, the same morning, the same car, but, he's, but he has a moon. Let's see how he would deal with the situation. He gets into the car in the morning. When he gets into the car, this is what we've been learning throughout the entire cipher. He, he thinks. He just for a second, he stops and he says, Who gave me this car? This car. Not this type of car, this model of this car. Who gave me this car? The Baruch gave me this car. From where does the car have the car to go, to move? Every single second the Baruch Shalom is renewing the ability of that car to move from this place to that place, from this inch to that inch. When a person lives with this hashkafa, with this way of thinking and feeling, then when his car doesn't go, for whatever reason, he calls Siba Shehi, a mechanical problem, a flat tire, whatever it is. The way that a person thinks is like this. Who was giving this car the ability to move until now? And who took away, who has taken away from this car the ability to go any further? Hashem. Therefore, if I'm going to be if I'm going to lose my temper and get angry because of my inability to get this car to move, the real meaning of it is that I'm angry with Hashem is because there's nobody else that can stop your car from going, only Hashem. The same as nobody else that can make your car go. Om That's all. That's if you live with Tmimas and Pashtas. There's nothing else. If you're angry, if you're angry at your car, if you're angry at your husband, you're angry at your kids, you're angry at whatever it is, it's always that you're angry at a Kaddish Baruch Always. Zehu. It's very light and I also have to be somewhere talking. So... So we started working on this, and, and Bez Hashem will, will continue working on this um, in two weeks. Bez Hashem, we'll continue. We'll continue working on this.